You're listening to Empire of Rust, the world's first and only Transformers RPG podcast. Join the heroes of Icon as they defend Cybertronian civilization from the remnants of Cybertron First to Lord Starscream's egotistical leadership and beyond to the unknown threats on the other side of distant stars. Welcome back, everyone, to Empire of Rust, the first Empire of Rust of 2022. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. (laughs) Did you think we would make it to 2022? Um, I would say based based on expectations for 2021 and the results... I think expectations are probably going to be a little, a little more, uh, you know, down to earth. <laughs> yeah, it's really a shame have... about all those fires and kind of natural disasters that we've been dealing with, eh, comrade? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I have actually uh, made a resolution not to let any of my characters die in any of the games. Oh, shit, I already blew it. <laughs> <laughs> that isn't just, that typical. Just make it so that it's it's not a, a dog or a wolf. Like, that's that's a big deal for you. That's all I ask. Yeah. Just let me die any other way. Yeah. You know, keep your expectations reasonable, right? You know, you want to keep your resolutions down to earth. You, know, you want to, like, all, all manageable, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. What, what have you resolved, Mike? Uh, to put in more dogs. <laughs> <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> Bonus XP for the GM. <laughs> the only son of a female dog. Nearly made me do a spit take there. Uh, second one, to have more trials. <laughs> I object. <laughs> Objection, Your Honor. Uh, yep. Yep. What about you, Mike? Any gaming resolutions for this year? Nope. That's it. <laughs> Way to manage those expectations. I'm gonna uh, <laughs> I'm gonna roll fewer ones and more twenties. <laughs> I like the way he's thinking. Yeah. I don't know. It's not directly to role playing, but uh, I'm actually gonna I'm actually gonna see if I can hunt down if there, there's a, a used game store that's near here that I didn't notice. So I'm gonna go check it out to see if they have any PS2 games that I haven't played yet. So. That's neat. I actually have my PS2 still like in a in a box, like on the shelf of my entertainment center. Does that make <laughs> it hard to play? We should talk afterwards, Rumi. I've got like a ton of PS2 games, so yeah, yeah, yeah. We should talk after. <laughs> it is funny because I, I noticed um, I saw your collection, Mike, and there's like almost no crossover. <laughs> I mean, I have like thirty or forty, and I think you probably have around the same, but we don't crossover uh, <laughs> except maybe yeah. the, the two jrpgs i have and those are actually ones i borrowed from pat about 15 years ago <laughs> wait which one so i'm which like ones? now i'm like curious final don't fantasy tell him. He'll 12 and 11 or 12 or something like that oh you have my 12 okay i was curious where that went okay i, I mean i'd be happy to give them back because I, I, there's no way in hell i'm gonna play them through you know? they actually just came out with like a, a remastered 12 that I'm like, it's a cool game, but not paying $30 for a game I've already played cool, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I like, okay. When I was big into the PS2, I was playing like uh, uh, vehicle sims, like uh, racing games and flight sims, and uh, and like RPGs. And that was pretty much it. One of my favorites, uh, Destroy All Humans 2, All right. is uh, mm. something I can't seem to get enough of. So It's just good, clean fun. Although I do have all the Transformers games they put out for uh, PS2. I wonder why. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> To be fair, I think it was I think it was only two. It's so out of character. <laughs> <laughs> I have yeah, one they, of them and and I don't know. I didn't get too far from it in it, you know. It was the first movie game that came out, uh like the, just the the Transformers movie game. Uh and that was fun cuz it had the Bumble Ball. Oh, yeah. I think I remember that. It, it was really open world. You could just kind of walk around the entire environment and then just smash and destroy everything. And the moment you punched a building, it just caught fire and it lit <laughs> it lit everything else next to it on fire. <laughs> <laughs> that makes and sense. In the city, there was this giant like gold globe. I think it was like a decoration on top of a oh, building, yeah, but yeah, you could jump on top of it, pick it up, and throw it, and just it'll roll over the, the entire map. Everything it hit, it wrecked and set on fire. 
<laughs> mini game? It's a Michael, I think Bay, I it's a Michael the, Bay game, you know? Exactly, exactly. I think I played through the campaign one time and then just was doing like Grand Theft Auto on it the entire time. Just run around and destroy everything. I did the Autobot until I was fighting like two dudes at once and they just kept handing my ass to me. You know, and even, th- even on like the lowest difficulty level. So I tried the Decepticon campaign, which I enjoyed for a brief period because I think the first one is you're the helicopter and you're attacking the, the Air Force base. Mm-hmm. So you're like, for a while, you're just totally clobbering them because, but, uh, you know, the difficulty curve was something. You know. mm-hmm. The other one was the Armada game. I think it came out near the beginning of the PS2's life cycle. And that game gets a lot of hate, but in the end, it was a really, really fun game. I loved it. I'll have to check it out because I'm not familiar with that one. It's tougher. One thing I really love about that one, though, is the the music for it. It's this kind of like tiered music. So if you're not in combat, it's this kind of very peaceful, very like zen kind of music for the environment. You get noticed by an enemy. It starts picking up pace. You're in combat with a bunch of enemies. It's like really rocking out. Ah, oh, love it. Just like I do with the sound in this game, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. No, you actually do a really good job on the sound in this game. Well, thank you. Not just the sound and everything. Yeah. Although sure. it is a podcast, so it's pretty much all sound. <laughs> yeah. That's sort of the area, the area to concentrate on. You know, the visuals are good, but it you know they don't have much effect. So we have. Well, we we ended. We ended on a cliffhanger, <gasps> as I'm wont to do. That's so unlikely. Hmm. Ah, I know, right? I am going to jump us forward just a little bit. The main doors to the Krankenhaus burst open body specialists and internal surgeons flanking an industrial lifter carrying an unconscious mechanical body. Get me an energon line! Where's that metallurgist? Don't pull the shard out! His spark is too close! Wildstrike follows close behind the gurney, worry etched on his steel face. The surgical center opens automatically, admitting the staff through as surgical techs prep the room. The doctor's voices trail off as the bot is brought into the operating theater, the doors sliding shut behind them, leaving Wildstrike in the hall, alone. A chime issues forth from the door as the on-wall status screen changes to Surgery in Progress. Reports from the bombing last night are still coming in. If you've just joined us this morning, we're still alerting the details of the attack on the Scarvixian Ministry late last night. There are 63 confirmed dead with another few dozen sentients missing and over 100 injuries. Several high-ranking members of the Scarvixian government are confirmed among the fatalities. Also amongst the missing is Candidate Sweetspot, the most recent addition to the Cybertronian elections. Magnum, you've been helping the rescue team search the debris since late last night. And you've been pinging everyone's comms every 15 minutes, but so far you have received no response. The debris and the electrical charges in the air are likely disrupting communications. Wildstrike sent you a brief and vague message just after the bomb went off. He's bringing someone injured in the attack to the Krankenhaus, the chief medical facility for mechanical life forms in the city. The entire eastern wing of the building has collapsed, all five floors compressing into a pile of debris that reaches up and over the ceiling of the first level. The upper floors of the central and western wings are designated as off-limits until the structural engineers can complete their survey. The north wing has been declared unsafe due to potential collapse, but the southern extension took very little damage and was already cleared by rescue workers, yourself among them. 
You have not heard from Carapace, Sweet Spot, Legionnaire, or Nyko, and communication with the Steelhaven proves impossible within the building. What would you like to do? Um, I mean, how is the rescue work going? I mean, do, do we feel like we have a lot more to do, or...? Yes. Uh, like I said, five, five floors collapsed, and one of the wings is completely gone. Uh, so you could spend probably another day or two just working with, uh, with the rescue workers if you want. But I'm sure you're also concerned about your, uh, your friends. You haven't heard anything from them in quite a while. Uh, the only one you can absolutely confirm is okay is Wildstrike. All right, so I need to... I think I'll probably try to go take a break and go outside the building and get, get a clear signal to communicate with the others. Okay. You were effectively uh, hovering around the, um, uh, the, the the spark that you were accused... Not the spark. Uh, you know, the Holy Relic. Was that, like, I can't remember, were we... Was that already, like, out of our hands? Oh, yeah. Okay, so like it, it's not like a like oh I should pick that up so that <laughs> you know <laughs> of anyone he should probably not be the one to pick it up. <laughs> I love it when a plan comes together. <laughs> the whole party that you guys were at were was essentially the uh, the um, unveiling the the reunveiling yeah. But that was in a different room. I uh, will just send a signal to everyone like hello anybody get me hello come in ten four. Okay, you get a uh, ping back from Wildstrike. Uh, it's not a communication, it's just an acknowledgement that he received your your signal. His signal's still coming from the uh, Krankenhausen. Uh, the, Kr- the Krankenhaus. So he's probably been there for the, the most of, if not all of the night. Uh, you are not receiving a signal from Carapace or Sweet Spot. Uh, but you can get in touch with uh, the ship, the Steelhaven. Magnum, is this you? Yes. Uh, what's the situation up there? Uh, we've been trying to get in touch with you for for several uh, for several hours now. Is 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 everything all right? We heard word of the explosion at the ministry, the cultural ministry building. Uh, g- give me a report. What's what's going on? What happened? Um, there was yeah, the entire wing collapsed, and we're still been doing rescue work all this time. I can't get a hold of Sweet Spot Legionnaire or. Carapace. Wildstrike is in the Frankenhouse. Um, can, can you uh, do a scan from orbit to see if you can locate anyone? Oh, we're we're on the ground right now, but uh, oh. we can take <laughs> off if you you want. <laughs> the, the Steel Haven can land. I thought it was like a yeah. s- starship. It's not like Enterprise big, where if it lands, it's just going to collapse under its okay. own weight. <laughs> Uh, but no, and you, and you guys remember too when you uh, when you arrived, you uh, brought the Steelhaven actually to the landing pad, and it has been landed for a while now. Actually, that's a good idea, though. Take off, position yourself geosynchronously over the uh, bomb site, um, and point all the scanners down. Feed the information to the rescue rescue center to locate uh, survivors. We can do that, certainly. All right. And you'll hear him start barking orders over to Beta Taurus to get the, the engine spun up and to start the whole takeoff procedure. Uh, you think it will take a, a, probably an hour or two at most uh, just to, get, to make sure they get uh, um, takeoff clearance and then get into actual orbit. But, yeah, you think they can help out. All right. I will transform and just do a scan myself. Um, I mean, the range isn't great for depending on where we are, but uh, this level I have quadruple range, so... So you go ahead and transform and try to get uh, a signal in to the uh, other sections of the Ministry building, uh, but as you you expect, just the, the debris and all the electrical charges in the air is really playing havoc with your, uh, your, your sensors. Uh, the clearer parts... Uh, you can confirm that there is, uh, like, for example, like in the southern wing, I know you already kind of walked through it, but I'm sure you did some scans as you uh, transformed as well. Um, but you're there, completely clear. You can get a, a signal into the western wing, uh, and you can actually uh, point out a couple of areas that have some structural damage and some folks who look like they're trapped. Uh, so if you want to send that information over to the search parties. 
uh, they will get up there as quick as they can. All right. Yeah, I'll, I'll feed the information in. I guess I'll just have to keep them listening for the others right now because I don't have anything better to do. I will do scans as Magnum and Pythagoras will use the glass gas and the first aid to help digging. Oh, neat. So that should help a little bit. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So yeah, you spend uh, spend some more time, and we'll say that you spend maybe another hour or two doing that, just enough time for the Steel Haven to get up into orbit and to direct their, uh, their sensors. Uh, they can pinpoint most of the survivors and a lot of the structural damage on the uh, central and western wings, but they are still having trouble uh, penetrating the debris and the rubble in the, the eastern uh, the eastern wing. And of course, that makes sense because it has collapsed into a pile of rubble. So, <laughs> I wish these people would stop building things out of stuff that's completely impenetrable to sensors. <laughs> or at least the stuff that they desperately need to recycle. I'm probably getting close to needing a sleep cycle soon, so I think I'm going to try to go to the hospital to meet up with Wildstrike if I can. Since um, I'm okay. probably going to have to do a rest soon anyway. But Once you feel that you're, you've done everything you can, you can go ahead and uh, hit a ride over to the, the hospital with one of the, the transports. All right. Back to our continuing coverage of the explosion. Rescue efforts are still underway as the death toll rises. We go live to our sentient on-street interview. I saw two of them wander off. The big one and the smarmy one. Maybe they did it. I always said you can't trust Cybertronians. The whole lot of them should be wiped out. And what about you, young sentient? I heard one of them died. I didn't know robots could die. Carapace, you come back online to darkness. There is an incredible weight on top of you, and you are having trouble moving. You are not receiving any sensory input from your left arm, and your visual sensors seem damaged. Okay. What would you like to do? I would like to activate my force field, <laughs> just to say. Okay. Um, and then I will try to transform into my Delver mode <clears throat> and see if I can get myself out. Uh, you start transforming, and you can feel all of your parts kind of grinding up against, like, rubble and debris all around you. You do manage to, to transform, but you can you can feel, like, all your parts just, like, scraping against each other. It is awful feeling. Great. That's the way to be, man. And you start making your way upwards carefully through what you've come to realize is just piles of debris on top of you. Okay. Uh, and you're and you know that the the wing that you were in uh, was it you heard an explosion and then nothing after that so I think as a soldier you can put a, or as a load bearer you can put two and two together and you can figure out that the building collapsed on top of you uh, so once you've gotten yourself transformed you go ahead and shimmy your way up right through the uh, right through the, the debris. Uh, you do have a burrow speed, correct? Uh, yeah, I'm just double-checking. It's like a, I don't actually think it's... I don't yet have it in my Delver mode, which is interesting, but I do have it as my beetle form because I have burrowing claws. Oh. Um, gotcha. So I actually have a burrow speed of 15 feet, and I can burrow through metal... Oh, wait, no, never mind, sorry. I have a burrow speed equal to 40 feet, and I can burrow through metal at 10 feet per round. Okay. Is there anything on this planet that isn't metal? <laughs> you ever could actually find real dirt? Well, don't forget, this is Scarvix. This is an, an organic oh, yeah. world, yeah. so yeah, there's going to be lots of things you can burrow through, and especially this, now that it, it's debris and it's... You know, junk. <laughs> so yeah, you go ahead and you pull yourself up. It takes you longer than you think in order to, to go through because a, a couple of your limbs don't seem to be moving as well as you expect them to. Sure. But you do, after about 
two, three times as long as you expect, you pop your head out into uh, the clear air, or <laughs> the debris-ridden air, and it is morning. You pop your head out, and this is concerning because last time you noticed, it was nighttime. You shimmy yourself up out of the debris itself, and you take stock of uh, what happened to you, uh, and you can tell very clearly that your left arm is missing, and you have a shard of metal lodged into your eye. Well, that's unfortunate. Uh, I have a, a, a little bit of a medicine. I have like a rank and medicine. Can I make a medicine check to know whether or not it's better to leave that in or to pull it out? Absolutely. Go for it. And I got a, ooh, a 23. Modified ooh, 23. I wrote nice. very well. Nicely done. Excuse me while I whip this out. <laughs> uh, yeah, you think that uh, if you pull it out, you're not going to like suffer any any additional ill effects. Right. Uh, you believe that uh, that optic sensor is going to have to be replaced. Sure. There's really no way around it. Uh, if you want to, you can spend some time trying to dig around to find your arm to get it reattached, or you can. It, it's it's you, you don't know quite know where it is. It could be kind of anywhere. I bet point. it's back at the beginning of the tunnel that I just made. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, I guess maybe. I just want to, like. Are there people around? Like, are, like, it's like, how far into the rescue efforts are there? Like, does someone say, like, oh hey, there's a guy over here? Like, you know, like they do that. So, it's a. Uh, nope, no one is around in this particular spot. Uh, go ahead and make a perception check, though. Twenty-one. You do hear the sounds of uh, what sound like people and soundless activity from, uh, you would estimate, about 40, 40 to 50 feet away. Uh, and remembering kind of the floor plan of, of where you were, you would think it's probably two or three rooms kind of over. Okay. Well, I will remember where I came out, because I do intend to go get my arm back. Um, and I will try to network with the other people. Actually, do my comms do my comms work? Uh, you gonna try it out? I am. Uh, so you try to activate your comms and you're just getting static through it and you imagine that just because of the debris and like ionization in the, uh, the atmosphere from the explosion, uh, that is likely the reason. You have no reason to think that if you, if you moved into the other room, then it wouldn't okay. work there. So you think it should be, should be fine if you clear the area. Okay. Um, I will try and, like, so I'll approach somebody, like, somebody that seems like they're in charge, and um, ask them what the situation is. Oh, oh Carapace, where did, where did you come from? You don't recognize a person, it's just a rando. <laughs> I was just going to say, I'm like, I don't know who you are. Uh, I was buried, and I just <laughs> dug myself out, um, but I'm looks like I'm missing one of my arms. I'd like to get that back. Can, uh, anything I can do? Oh, yeah, hold on a second. Ah! <laughs> oh. It's all timing. Yeah. <laughs> Do we need to bring you to the the Krankenhaus? I don't think that's necessary, but I think I'm more useful doing digging than I am resting now. So point me in the right direction. Uh, uh, oh, oh, okay. Uh, yes, but we could use all the all the help we we can uh, all, all all the help we need. Uh, I believe your friend uh, Magnum was was looking for you. Uh, from what I remember, he was trying to get uh, in touch with, with all of his team, but uh, just all the debris and everything has been blocking comm signals. Uh, he was outside last I, I saw, but I don't know where he, he is now. Uh, but if you'd like to help, we can certainly use a, a bot of your, of your capabilities. Uh, if you're okay to, can, to help, then... Uh, yeah, actually, it's an important question. Like, how hurt am I? Like, am I, like, one hit point, you know, or am I, like, just out stamina points? Or Yeah, we'll say you're out stamina points, so your your stamina's gone, and uh, but you're you're still pretty solid on hit okay. points. So I'm not, like, you know, like, oh, one rock hits my head and I'm going to be dead, right? So it's like a... Right. Okay, good. Well, if the building is... I mean, the building's not huge. I will go out and see if Magnum is there, and if he is not, then I will go back in and start digging, and if he is, then I'll change what I do. Uh, yes, yeah, so you get outside, uh, take a quick look around, uh, and Magnum is not anywhere around, but you do think that uh, your comm should work, so if you do want to try to contact him, you probably can. I will do so. Hello, hello. Carabas. Yeah. 
Where are you? I'm outside now. I just... A building fell on me, and I just dug myself out. Uh, I'm going to go back in and find my arm. If you have... Tell. Is, is everybody else okay? I'm, I'm heading over to visit Wildstrike, but I don't know. You're the first other person I've been able to get a hold of. Okay. So, no, I don't know. I don't know. So we haven't found Legionnaire or uh, Quickface. Uh, damn it. What's his name? Sweet Spot. Sweet spot. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I have a concussion. Shut up. Yeah. Yeah, don't why, don't you, why don't you get over here to get some medical attention? Is there a reason why you can't come to me? Like, cause I can be doing. Yeah, well, I, very well, I can come to you if you want to stay there. Okay. I mean, like, I can be digging I've been, now. I've been, I've been, I've been digging for hours, so um, yeah, I'll be, right, I'll be there back as soon as I can. Okay. Here are my coordinates. I'm next to where that fish statue used to be. Ah, yes. Darwin fish. I know the place. <laughs> yes. So you go ahead and head back in and start helping out with uh, the rescue efforts. Excellent. We have with us noted historian Cronist of Scarvix. Professor Cronist, this is the first large-scale public attack that your city has suffered in recent years. What can you tell us about the cause and those responsible? This is, of course, uh, atypical for Scarvix. Uh, while we have our fair share of petty crime, we have long moved past the need to express ourselves with destruction. There hasn't been a documented terrorist attack on our planet in over 150 years. So we need to ask ourselves, what was different about last night? What unique element was present that has not been there before? You're talking about the Cybertronian delegation. That is right. We invite Cybertronians to our planet for the first time in centuries, and there just happens to be an attack? No, it is too much of a coincidence. Whenever Scarvex has interacted with Cybertronians, death has ensued. Our first contact with them 2,000 years ago resulted in the destruction of one of our first diplomatic envoys. We all know the story of the Gazant, a consular ship with 100 crew lost in a misunderstanding with the Cybertronians. And each interaction since then has resulted in loss of Scarvixian life. When are we going to learn that nothing good comes from interacting with Cybertron? Strong words from Professor Cronist. These thoughts are echoed through much of Scarvix this post-morning. So Magnum, the medical transport, uh, pulls up in front of the Kranken Haas, and you can tell that Wildstrike's signal did come from inside. So uh, what would you like to do? Well, I will, uh, I'll charge in and, <laughs> I don't know, I'll just head Whoa, basically, head, I'll, head, I'll head directly to where he is, I guess. Wildstrike, you are sitting in the waiting room outside of one of the surgical theaters, and uh, you hear the sound of someone running towards you. Weapons ready. (laughs) (laughs) And bursting through the door is Magnum and Pythagoras. (laughs) (laughs) Full auto. Let's rock! He's just burst through the door like that? Yep. What's the matter? Uh, the building blew up. I'm just coming to check on you. And, uh, why you're here and what's going on. I just heard from Carapace. Is he okay? For Carapace, yes. <laughs> okay. He, he's missing an arm, but apparently it's not a big deal. He can walk it off. Yeah. He's still got his leg. I was going to say, if I was missing a leg, then no. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> he can hop it off. Uh, I took uh, Nico here. He was uh, he was stuck under part of the ceiling when the room collapsed. 
Is he Nika with us, or...? He's in the operating room. Oh, I see. Any... Any uh, news on him? Not yet. I'm waiting to hear. It looked pretty bad. Um, I got the, uh, the Steelhaven in orbit to do a scan of the building, so hopefully that will help speed things up. Um, uh, and you have it. You I su- have you heard from Sweet Spot Legionnaire? No. Um, Sweet Spot was very close to where the explosion happened. <laughs> Damn it! Uh, I did see somebody suspicious leave shortly before the explosion, though. Mm-hmm. Uh, if I give you the description, maybe maybe you can send it to the Steelhaven. Maybe they can do some scans. Definitely. So I will take that and communicate it to them, whatever they look like. Right. And I also ask them to do sure. a, a personal record search too. Were they, were they were they bots? Were they organics? It was an organic. Uh, all right. There's a lot of them around. Yeah. So I don't know if I don't know if it's anything or not, but they just look suspicious. I think you should trust your instincts for now because we don't know. We don't have any other clues so far. Yeah. Um, I'm, I said I'd go back and meet Carapace. Do you need anything? Uh, no, I'm going to wait here until I get an update. Um, but let me know if if you find Sweet Spot or Legionnaire. Definitely. Uh, well, I'll keep in touch. All right. Good luck. Thank you. So I will uh, head back to Carapace. All right. Sounds good. So, Carapus, yes, you go ahead and uh, start heading deeper into the the eastern wing. One of the rescue leads goes ahead and tells you kind of where your search efforts are needed most. Uh, And with all of the debris that's being cleared away, you're getting access uh, deeper into the the debris field. If I do come across any intact or even semi-intact pieces of art, because we were in kind of like a museum, right? I would try to Mm -hmm. collect those, especially... Like, things of poetry, because priorities. Ooh. Gotcha. I love this new <laughs> cultural side of Carapace. <laughs> I am like, I'm an onion. I'm an onion. You know, like, mm-hmm. I know about all sorts of stuff. It just <laughs> hasn't been relevant until now. What about a cake? Everyone loves cakes. <laughs> right. A warrior poet. <laughs> So rescue workers are digging through the rubble, moving large chunks of the broken building and debris in an effort to search for more survivors. Uh, It's been hours so far, and search and rescue is slowly turning into recovery efforts. A large piece of the second floor vault suddenly snaps above you. It's bulk too heavy for the perch it was sitting on. It slides down through the wreckage, sending you and volunteers scrambling for cover as you avoid its bulk. It impacts with a resounding clang after cutting a path through one of the deepest piles of debris. Momentarily after that, you head on over to where that vault was was hanging and take a look at the channel it carved through the field. And in that pile is a dented black torso plate with a frayed sticker clinging to it. A sticker of a headlight. Well, I'll patently ignore that and go in the other direction. No, uh, <laughs> I'll, uh, I mean, I'll go search the area and see what I can find. Okay. I haven't felt this way since Knight Rider died. Knight Rider Wait died? Knight Rider's dead? <laughs> Spoiler alert, <laughs> damn it, man. Kit was killed at one point. Kit was killed 30 at one years. point. 30 years. <laughs> <laughs> I know. And like the last the last few seconds is just that light that goes back and forth, just like flickering, and then it goes out. Ah, oh, that would have killed me as a kid. Oh, yeah, it killed me. Of course, then they brought him back next season in a, in a, with a, like a su- supercharged body. So. <laughs> it's all good. Carapace, you dig through the rubble and you find other dented pieces of black metal that look very, very much like Sweet Spot's outer coverings. And you spend probably a good half hour digging through the debris, but it was it's so much debris and so much was buried on top of him that 
you may never find an actual body. You may just find pieces. How are the headlights? That's all I want to know. Did they survive? I had a lot of work done for those. I was gonna do I do I do I <laughs> oh. find the tires? I can send them back to to Rex later on. He he'd want those. Demonstrations at the Krankenhaus and Ramhausen Port continue this post-morning, with public sentiment against the Cybertronian delegation reaching a fever pitch. Representatives of the administration are expected to make an announcement soon about the status of the Cybertronians. It is expected they will be asked to leave the planet for their own safety, of course. A chime goes off, and the surgery light deactivates. A few moments later, a bot you recognize from the trial steps out of the surgical center. Cortex pauses outside the door, looking around for something. Seeing you, Wildstrike, he comes over. You're the one who brought this bot in? Yeah. Well... We managed to take care of most of the major injuries, uh, but his his spark is very dim right now, uh, and we are very concerned that he is uh, not going to make it. He needs a spark transfusion to pull through, but since he is a Cybertronian, no one here is compatible. Uh, if you are willing to go through a uh, transfusion, he will have a much greater chance of survival. But I am warning you that it is a dangerous procedure, and there is no guarantee that either of you would survive if you are willing to go That's through That's fine. It. Let's do it. Very well. News first or nothing. <laughs> Wild Strike is so cool. Come with me, please. And he will escort you into the uh, operating room. All right. I'll follow him in. Everybody screamed when they hook up the uh, the electron line. (laughs) 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 I have one fear. Needles. (laughs) The techs bring a seat over and begin setting up the equipment. Uh, what's, What's going through your mind on this one? Have you ever have you ever done like a a spark transfusion or anything like that before? I think the closest thing was his petty attempt to try to reignite himself with the electrical lines in the jail. <laughs> <laughs> yep, and that didn't go so well. I wonder if he has type ohm spark. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. Uh, I am positive that joke was bad. Yeah. Pigeons are dying in a, ten, in a hundred mile radius uh. of here. <laughs> Poisoning pigeons in the park. Uh, what's going through his mind, though, is, you know, first of all, is this going to help Nico? Who is this person? Maybe they're involved with... The bombing as well. Maybe they're just trying to take us out. Mm. This uh, this might not end so well, but mm. it's Nico's only chance. So I have to try it. And then Mike only had a few characters left to kill off <laughs> <laughs> to retire. He's already killed. Uh, he's already killed um, Wildstrike once. It didn't. Ta- <laughs> it didn't take. And Zephyr. Don't forget Zephyr. That took. That Zephyr. <laughs> So Cortex will ask you to open up your chest plate to get access to your spark. All right, I'll comply. You open it up, revealing a brilliant yellow glow. Mm -hmm. And Cortex kind of looks at you kind of oddly. Has your spark always been this color? Yeah, why? Is something wrong with it? Uh, No, no reason. I've just never seen a Cybertronian with a yellow spark before. It just seems kind of odd, that's all. Uh, It shouldn't pose any problems for the the transfer. It still looks like a a healthy spark, so we're going to go ahead and get that started. Uh, I need you to tell me what your fort save bonus is. My 
bonus would be uh, seven. Okay. Team? Damn. Got some serious con there. Well, he is a con. Oh. <laughs> so the techs go ahead and hook up Nyko's spark with your own. And uh, they get ready to, to throw the switch. And Cortex will, will ask you. Last chance to back out if you need to. No, just do it. All right. He hits the switch, and you can feel your your like essence, your spark essence being being drained. And mechanically, you your hit points start dropping. What are you? What's your hit point total right now? Uh, hit points, not stamina. Uh, Fifty, uh, forty-six. Sorry. Forty-six. So it starts going down very slowly at first. So forty-five. 44, 43, but then as the process kind of speeds up, it starts going down even faster. So, 42, 40, 38, 36, it eventually hits 30, hits 25, 20, 15. You gonna say anything? Gonna let it... Gonna let it right out. Goes down to 10, 8, 6, 4, 2... And then you lose consciousness. Magnum, you get a comm signal from the Steelhaven. Yes, 10-4. Uh, Magnum, this is uh, this is Captain Silverload. Uh, we've located uh, what seems to be the body of Legionnaire. He's he's not moving. We're not getting an, an energy signature, but hopefully it's just the debris that is is causing uh, interference. But we're we're sending you his coordinates right now. Send them and to Carapace too, right now, because I'm I'm not a, I'm not there at the moment, but I'm headed back. And Carapace, you get a uh, ping on your comms that the, uh, yeah, it's a set of coordinates followed by Legionnaire here. Okay. Is it nearby? Four, four or five rooms over or so. Well, if I haven't yet found a large enough piece of a sweet spot to be considered, like, mournable, I'll uh, go look for him and maybe I can find a second helper. Just, uh, just his chest plate. Yep. His dented, scuffed chest plate. You head on over. You dig your way through uh, some debris that has not been cleared away yet. Uh, dig your way and bust through a wall that is just still barely hanging on. But like the Kool-Aid man, you jump on through that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Takes you a few minutes to navigate through everything. But you do locate the coordinates, and it is another big, not surprising, a big pile of debris. And you go ahead and dig your way down through it, being careful to leave a tunnel behind you that you can pull Legionnaire out. And you get down to the bottom, and what do you find? But Legionnaire, there at the bottom... Mostly in one piece, but there is a giant chunk of metal pinning him through his leg into the the ground underneath him. Uh, You think you're going to have to either A, clear out all the debris on top of him, or somehow cut through the metal that is pinning him there. Uh, He does not look to be conscious. Okay, does he look dead? Can I make a medicine check? Go for it. Medicine check, medicine check. Where is my wow. medicine check? Twenty-five. Damn. Who are you? You are rocking the medicine yeah, today, aren't you? And this is this is world twenty. Like I'm not even. I can't even cheat this. <laughs> <laughs> Except I can't see your roll, so of course you can cheat it. You're, you could see uh, you could see our rolls in world twenty. Oh yeah, I actually have to switch over to roll twenty. <laughs> oh, there yeah. they are. Like I'm, these are legit. <laughs> yeah. You mean you didn't know that this whole time? <laughs> We had so many opportunities. <laughs> I usually have like my notes up on one side and like, other stuff up on the other side, so, you know. I'm a busy man here, Adam. I'm a busy man. Well, I'm feeling a lucky streak after this. <laughs> <laughs> 
you take a look at them and do an exam as best you can considering the environment you're in. Um, but you are detecting very low levels of energon going through his system. So you do think he is alive. He is just in pretty bad shape. Uh, you don't think he's going to be any help in the short term. Fair enough. Um, so can I make an... Oh, I'm shitty at that. Uh, so I'm bad at engineering, so I don't think I'd be able to cut this thing away with any sense of precision. So I guess I'll just spend the time to start clearing the shit off of him. Okay. You can do that. It's going to take a while, but you can certainly do that. And it's probably the safer method, too. Right, right. So, and then by that time, hopefully, Magnum, or specifically Pythagoras, will have arrived. And then uh, he'll be able to advise. Sure. Do you need me to make, like, athletics checks or something like that? Uh, no. You're taking your time doing it, so it's there's no real risk of, uh, of failure on that right. one. It's like, or we could just amputate the leg. Yeah, that that's an option too. <laughs> that is so a character's option. Yeah. <laughs> Pulls out his red star <laughs> conqueror. <laughs> says uh, says the legionnaire. This might hurt a bit. He'll <laughs> <laughs> just be like, "Do it, do it." <laughs> so, Adam. Yes. You're walking through the city. I am. Surprising, isn't it? Very. You hear the public service announcements telling everyone to stay indoors, that there was an attack at the Ministry of Culture uh, late last night. Clearly that's where I should be. I feel that's where I should be. You feel like you should be there. All right. You can go ahead and take a take a quick jaunt over there. And you go ahead and plod your way and start making your way towards the Ministry of Culture. And we'll come back to you in just a, just a little while. Alright. Wildstrike, I want you to make one more fortitude save. You make a fortitude save, you mean? Oh, I made three forts, fortitude oh. saves for you. <laughs> that good, huh? <laughs> that more seemed sort of ominous. Uh, ten. Ten. All right. All right. Not so great, but not bad either. No, it's pretty right bad. in the middle here. <laughs> Roll the three. <laughs> you start coming back to consciousness, and you're not, you're not certain... What just happened? You remember that Cortex told you that it, this it might not work. It might it might be dangerous for both of you, but you can at least tell that you're alive. You're <laughs> you don't feel great. <laughs> you don't feel great at all. But as you look over to Nico, you can see that his spark seems to be brighter than it was when you first walked in. What was a tiny little pinprick of light has now grown to a pulsating mass of yellow light. Cortex comes on over. Did it work? Yes, it seems like it's successful. Uh, Although, whatever whatever the reason for the, the yellow color behind your spark seems to have went to Nyko's spark as well. It's a, a fascinating development. Um, and you, you can kind of see him kind of looking at it and like almost get lost in thought, like lost in like scientific thought. You kind of like see him like, like losing his concentration for a moment as he's like thinking about all the possibilities. We good then, Doc? Oh, oh yes, yes, uh, uh, of course. Uh, let me get you disconnected uh, from Nyko. Uh, I don't want uh, any complications or anything, so let me go ahead and do that for you. Uh, we're going to keep you for observation for maybe an hour or so, just to make certain there are no ill effects. Uh, but then you will be free to uh, free to leave if you if you so desire. Uh, and he calls the surgical techs over. Come on over here, and they will start uh, disconnecting you. Uh, when you get up afterward, you feel a bit woozy on your feet there, but you are whole, and everything does feel okay. Okay. Uh, mechanically, you are at five hit points. Ooh. 
but full stamina. <laughs> ah, That's good. <laughs> That's gonna sort of be a bizarre feeling. Yeah, I feel great, <laughs> but I vulnerable yeah. people. <laughs> great, great, but I, I, don't, I don't want to bump into anything because I might break. <laughs> He's been huffing glad glass gas. That's why. <laughs> Okay, Magnum, you are back at the the Ministry of Culture, uh, and uh, yeah, what do you wanna what do you wanna do? Well, I will hunt down Carapus as quick as I can. Easily done. So I just transform transform and use my building form as I'm sort of using it as like a triage building while we're there as and the scanner and Carapus uh, Carapus uh, Pythagoras will make his he'll try to locate Carapus if he can find him. Yeah, easily done. So what's happening here, Carapus? Found Legionnaire, looks like. I'm trying not to remove Legionnaire's leg. Maybe you, you can... You seem to be succeeding admirably so far. Well, what do you suggest? Let me uh, get him... I'll hit him with some Energon first to stabilize him. Well, like he's probably going to wake up screaming, but... Is <laughs> 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 there like the equivalent of like an anesthetic <laughs> that we can do? Better than waking up dead. <laughs> yeah, I you know, suppose that's so. true. Uh, but yeah, Pythagoras, you can go ahead and, and shimmy yourself into the, the tunnel and hit him with some energon. Adam, Adam, I'm going to have you take care of Legionnaire today. Okay. So Pythagoras hits you with some some energon, and you wake up, and you are... Looks like you're buried beneath a ton of debris, and your leg is pinned to the ground. Look out. Oh. Legionnaire? Legionnaire, can you hear me? Hello? You're right here. Where are we? You're under a lot of rubble. Don't try to move right now. Your leg's stuck. You know, but everything's under control. We're getting you out of here right now. It feels more... more pierced than stuck. Could you do your little glass gas thing on the thing and maybe cut through yeah, it? Yeah, just, just, just what I was thinking. Cool, cool. I will make sure he's stable, just, and then uh, I will spray some underneath on the base of whatever. Is he pinned down or is it pinned up? Uh, think of it like a uh, like a big piece of rebar, kind of just went boom straight through his leg and into the ground underneath. So it's both sides, pretty much. Yeah, it's so I will true. I will gas glass gas the top of the rebar and sort of sort of gently break it if I can. Should be pretty pretty brittle at, at this point, um, and then I will. <sighs> yep. Yeah, right, stay still. Don't worry. Almost done. And I'll just spray some gas underneath, and then try to snap it off. Mm. Yeah. Snaps with a loud crack, and now it's only a tiny little piece that is embedded in his leg. And I will do the best thing to make him comfortable, and. Uh, then I will uh, assist Carapace, you know, with his tunneling, I guess. Would making this stuff brittle help you get him out, or do you want to drag him out as it is? Well, I think once the the thing holding him down is gone, I think we could probably just get him out. Cause, I mean, as far as I know, the tunnel that I leave behind me is actually, like, ten feet, because I'm ten feet big, you know, when I'm a, a beetle at this point. So it's like... He could just walk out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's, uh, well, uh, maybe maybe you can come help us. Right. I can't drag him. Yes, yeah. <laughs> I, I can hobble. I mean, like I'm in be- right. I'm in beetle I'm in beetle form right now. So if you want to like attach him to like my under thorax, I can kind of just walk out because I don't want more shit falling on top of him. Oh, that's brilliant! I still got one good leg. Yeah, just stay still, Legionnaire. Don't worry. Actually, I have my I have my winch with all of my like steel cable, so we can just like. <laughs> Kind of tie him up. <laughs> of course you do. Actually, that's right. You're like a rescue machine there. Yeah. Um, and I'll have him take him over to Magnum and uh, make sure he's stabilized. But I don't know, I have to get back to helping other people too. Do you have like some sort of weird like med bay technology or something? I've been working on it. Uh, it's not quite there yet, but uh, okay. I, I couldn't basics. Re- I couldn't remember if that was now or. Yeah, hour later. <laughs> that's that's next level. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. But I thought this actually might be a good transition, you know. Uh, and then Pythagoras will check Carapace out because you don't you don't have you haven't found your arm, have you? I assume. Uh, not yet. No. So he will give Carapace an infusion of energon and 
you know, try to patch him up. I'm, I'm, I'm not even going to try to stop him from doing more work. So, um, <laughs> but uh, make sure he's doing okay, and uh, and then I guess do more. Uh, um, if 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 Legionnaire is stable and he's going to be, you know, I'll just set him up there to rest. Then I will do more medical work, I guess. Do you want to bring Legionnaire to the uh, Kranken house? Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah. So I will send him a legionnaire off on a transport there to the, the Kranken house. Okay. That's German, isn't it? It's actually German for hospital. Makes sense, right? Yeah. Yes, it makes sense, considering we're on Scarvix. I keep forgetting that. <laughs> <laughs> Doom cough. Those, those, those transports are incredibly well made and efficient. <laughs> but they drive really, really fast. <laughs> All right, good. Yeah, you guys can... So yeah, you got Legionnaire out... Carapace and uh, Magnum, I imagine you two hang around for a little while longer to maybe help out a little bit. But after another three or four hours or so, uh, the, the the rescue efforts really are just recovery efforts. Because at this point, it's getting close to 12 hours since the, the collapse. And if it's any organic life in there, very likely that if they haven't been able to, to find them, uh, it's it's likely that they're not going to make it. So, you ever show me the piece of sweet spot? Uh, yeah, yeah. I just said like, oh, here's I found part of, part of sweet spot. I was searching nah. over there. So I'm going to keep right. I'm going to keep searching uh, there. <laughs> I mean, obviously, until we find sweet spot, I'm going to keep going. I'm going to until I yeah, until I, mean, I that's, physically that's, cannot. So, <laughs> no, I mean, I mean, that's exactly. I was right there with you. All right, I'm gonna. I don't know if it'll help, but I will feed. Uh, I will take a sample of Sweet Spot's rather unique paint and uh, put it into the chem chem detector and plug it into Magnum's big ass sensor dish. That's right where I want you to plug a piece of me into. <laughs> It'll be like a, like a micron more diplomatic than it usually is. I was gonna say like if we had even one more of us, like we could even make a partial alloy and, and really start doing some digging. <laughs> Oh, yeah, that would really get the job done. So I don't know if that's going to help at all, but I will scan using that. Along with regular scanning, energon scanning, and I'm not sure how to find organics, but I'll do the best I can with that. So, yeah, you guys continue uh, continue helping out just uh, uh, for as, as long as you can. Uh, Magnum, you go ahead and do a scan and try to, to locate as many uh, as many pieces of sweet spot as as possible and with your chem detector your chemalizer uh, you do find some of the the unique like paints like chemical uh, signatures from sweet spots uh, uh, paint composition and uh, carapace you you dig in that spot and there's not enough like there's not enough pieces to really say like here's an entire bot, but you do recognize uh, various metals and various uh, uh, pieces of what looks to be Sweet Spot's body, and you are pretty confident that this is all you can find of him. Well, shit. And with that, we will see all of you next time. Except me. (sighs) (laughs) Damn it. It was good while it lasted. You hear that? You said that was good. From the Secret Files of Teletran 1, Empire of Rust is written and GM'd by Michael Ordway. Headmaster Magnum and his partner Pythagoras are played by Matthew G. Candidate Sweet Spot. Representative of Velocitron is played by Adam H.U. The Decepticon Warrior, Wildstrike, is played by Mike M. And Carapace, the Beast Soldier of Primitive Eucharist, is played by Patrick Finn. Additional characters are played by Michael and Cassandra Ordway. Empire of Rust is supported by the humans and networks of planet Earth, whose online networks provide access to libraries of sound effects and music, such as Storyblocks, Zasplat, Blue Zone, and Dark Fantasy Studios. We are distributed by the Transmissions Podcast Network. Stay up to date with all the latest news and reviews in the world of the Transformers by going to transmissionspodcast.com or searching for the Transmissions in your podcast app of choice. 
You can communicate with the heroes of Iacon by joining us on the Transmissions Discord channel. There you can discuss episodes, talk to the cast, and download the rule set used in the Empire of Rust. Teletran 1, signing off.